At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Morning DNA for November 20th. Today. For today, whatever that is, 2021. I'm Aaron Dicer, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, ready to pour her coffee all over her keyboard. And we're going to find out what today is made of. Listen, it's just the camera angle. I have <laughs> a perfectly level cup of coffee. It's fine. All the equipment is safe and if I you just, keep saying it you're gonna you're gonna curse me you're gonna make I it just, happen listen i don't have a lot of anxiety in my life uh but uh yeah open containers near expensive equipment oh no Aaron. <laughs> oh no all right it's been a great it's been a great 30 second show today we will see you guys next monday uh <laughs> i have to go process some things <laughs> how are yeah, you how was thanksgiving good. oh my gosh it was so crazy good yeah. and crazy and good and also good and crazy all the different varieties which yeah. is not very many of the words good and crazy we realized yeah. so we had guests in from out of town and they asked the question the night before so like um on wednesday evening they said so we're gonna have stuffing right sure and it just wasn't on the list see mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't plan much this year it was kind of like a you guys got this just tell me what i've got to do when i got to do it sort of a thing mm -hmm. and so we realized in that moment that there is no plans for stuffing so then it was like a late night run nice. to the store to get supplies but it worked out really well we had delicious food my mother brined the turkey mm -hmm. so That's it had just good. been soaking up the crazy goodness for hours and hours and hours and mm -hmm. oh my gosh it came out and it was just like succulent turkey that Perfect. had really great flavor and all the food came out at the exact same time we had wow. three people cooking in the kitchen at once and nobody spilled anything or got into any arguments and it was just it was a chill vibe and it was wonderful and uh 10 out of 10 would recommend that dinner <laughs> it was so yummy so Good. yeah but it was like a chill at our house it was just a ton a ton of dishes though like yeah holy moly i've learned about that when you cook that you have dishes to do afterwards mm -hmm. super normal thing i get yeah. that now yeah. you know but 
Thanksgiving's like the next level. I think Justin managed four or five rounds of dishes easy. Mm-hmm. So it was like we're in charge of cooking and then he was in charge of cleaning and then, you know, other people were in charge of Iris. So we all had this like little cool symbiotic sort of like family thing happening that was really cool and wonderful. And the food was great. The conversations were fun. We had a guest from out of town. So that was always fun too. And yeah, part of my experience with Thanksgiving is going to fuel my question for today. So I'm excited to chat. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. I think (laughs) that's normal. I think that's normal when you go through like a big holiday like that. You you had to travel though. Oh, indeed I did. How Uh, was that? It was terrible. It was the travel part is always terrible. The family part, the food part, the fun part, you know, that's always good. Um, so, so yeah, I had a good time. Uh, we were in Michigan for Thanksgiving, uh, where family still is, uh, my wife's family specifically. And, uh, and yeah, so we had a smoked turkey, not a brined oh. turkey. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, mm. had that nice smoky flavor, depending on what kind of flavored wood chips you smoke it in and that whole kind of thing. So. That's What's fun. The, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never had a smoked turkey before. It, it it well, it's like turkey, but it tastes smoky. <laughs> Great. Super. Which people like. People like people Super. like that. It's like so. paprika, but smoked paprika. My favorite part of the spread is always the green bean casserole. I don't know what it is about like green beans and like mushroom soup and little on- onion tangles, but it's like the best. Man, the onion tangles. The trick is you have to put the onion crisps in just right before it goes into the oven so that mm-hmm. it has its best chance of being crispy on the inside of the casserole. Mm-hmm. And then yep. you add extra to the top because it's uh, the crumbles are my favorite part too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So we had a lot of stuff going on in the chat. Um, yeah, Jagged says, so I have an early you question. What's the story behind Aaron's 10 a.m. turkey dinner? No, that's just Aaron making a social media post about a, a, a dinner from several years ago. That The, the <laughs> dinner was not actually happening at 10 a.m. when I posted that. But it could. Uh, but you it know, could. Hey, it could last do, all day long. Hey, you do your turkey time whenever it's your turkey time. Yeah. Um, I also like you. that Ian, who is still visiting from the U.K., pops mm-hmm. in and says, hey, Aaron, I'm in your kitchen. Do you want anything? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, uh-huh. I got my water. Good. That's yeah. all I need. Uh, and then he updates that now he is technically in the basement. So I think we're going to just be getting updates throughout no, no, the no. show as to Ian's he's saying location. I, he's saying I tec- technically now own oh, his own. basement. Uh, so somebody asked, Did he you purchase know, your house? If, he's squat, if he's squatting, he was like, nope, it's mine down here. And, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, we have given him the basement. So yeah. a huge hello to Jacob the Hood. Hey, who's Jacob. watching live for the first time. It's great to have you. Um, Aids, not able to listen. But hi, Aids. Good to see you. Um, my gosh, you guys are amazing. Joseph, JCD says, by the way, Dicer, thanks again for stopping by the quiz day yesterday in the CinemaSins Mm -hmm. Discord. Feel free to pop in whenever you want. Yeah, that actually plays into my topic for today as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, My favorite, though, is from Real Mikey Alexander, who says, how bad would it be if we all started to send Aaron pics of drinks on the edge of the table? That's fine. I don't care. You can put your drinks on the edge of the table. Just don't put them in your expensive equipment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Feel, the drop one. your drinks all over the floor that's that stuff cleans up uh yeah i'm not worried about that mm-hmm. yep that's how it is that <sighs> is how it is that is how it is well you want to shoot a dough yeah okay cool i mean cool. i guess <laughs> well let's do it uh right. we're gonna do the dna and you 
So uh, we are going to take a look at a D topic and a topic and as many U topics as we can get through. We do have a hard out today. We're going to be so on a know. speed run today. Yeah, so maybe even like yourselves. five till. So get those U questions ready. Um, <laughs> so we'll get to we'll get through these topics pretty quickly. Um, so but yeah, we want to hear what you have to say. D, what's your topic? Mine is about games because it always happens at Thanksgiving for my family. We are a gaming family, so we don't usually sit around and watch. TV afterwards, we try to have coffee and recover from the turkey buzz. More like a lull, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not much of a buzz when you eat turkey. No. No. It's like you eat the turkey and then you have it's the sugar to coma. counteract it. Yeah, you have to yeah. have. And if you wait too long on dessert, then you have to nap in between. So we busted mm -hmm. out the coffee and all this stuff. And my brother, many, many years ago, just gave me a tub of card games and uh, tabletop games uh, that he wasn't going to be playing anymore and this one was inside it it's called the great dalmudi and i wanted to tell you okay. guys about it so this is what like spurred my conversation today which is just quite simply what's your go-to game with your friends and family like could be dominoes and things that are easy there's so many memories attached mm -hmm. to certain ones yeah and i was thinking we were going to play dominoes because we always do but we opted for a new game and it is delightful Here's the back. It says life isn't fair. I mean, how wonderful of a game <laughs> just to start off with life isn't fair. Wait, um, is this one of those games where the rules change and it's or they're they just they they make you angry because they they're different. And I, I don't know. I just got I just got uh, like, you know, a little bit of yeah. shivers uh, about well, this. OK, so here's the thing. Um, I I want to try to avoid explaining games because you know how some people get triggered sure. when it's like, can I tell you about this dream that I had? Absolutely. And they get this frustrated. Is a smart move. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's the same with explaining games sometimes. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm going to explain this game to you now. And right. then you guys have to listen and perceive right. rules, which is a pain in the butt. But I, I do, I think I can kind of succinct it down or like, or like boil it down into whomever is playing, you have a rank. So you have the great Dalmudi, then the lesser mm -hmm. Dalmudi, yeah. and then there's like merchants, and then you have the great peon or, or something, and then the lesser peon or whatever they're called. It's like this. We used to call this game peon. We played it with face cards. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I know this game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. So this is this game. And the idea is that when you go out, then you get to be the great Dalmudi the next round. Right. And so yeah. you actually have to get up out of your chair and reorganize yourself. I love the, this game. Okay. So. Yeah. The other interesting thing is like the rules sort of in, embellish a little bit and um, go even further and encourage you to like give the lesser peons or the greater peons, whatever, like really bad chairs mm -hmm. or maybe you're wearing hats or maybe they get the best drink or the yep. best dessert. So yep. there's like it's kind of a fun party game in that. It encourages you to get up and move. Not all not a lot like you. You get to sit and play for a while, but it's uh, I've never played a game really like that since what was it, Duck Duck Goose or something? <laughs> um, and at first I was like, I don't want to get up. <sighs> I'm comfortable. But it's really nice to just after Thanksgiving to force your butt out of the chair to kind of just shuffle around. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I love this game. I want to know what your guys' games are and maybe even why if we have enough time to go into it. But yeah, before what? we shift that way, my Twitch is blowing up. You guys are freaking crazy. Thank you, Slenda, and thank you, Slab, and thank you, JCD, for giving out subs to the community. I don't I don't know what you guys are up cool. to, but thank you. I really appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so this game, while you're looking <laughs> for other people's favorite favorite games, 
What's also interesting about this game is it kind of plays into reality in an interesting way where like the rich get yeah. richer and the poor get poorer. Yes. And it's like if you're <laughs> like working your way up from peon is so hard. Um, and, you know, just staying as the the king or the great Demudi or whatever it is in, in your version is, mm -hmm. you know, that is uh, that's easy because you have like certain rules that are specifically for you. You know, you get more cards to choose from. You get, you know, the, at least the version I played. But it's it's so it's kind of one of those interesting things where it's like, yeah, this is kind of like real life <laughs> where it's like when you're down, it's hard to get up sometimes. And yeah, yeah, there's even like a way to have a revolution, but it's a really clever game and it can be right. done with face cards. You don't have to have a specific deck like I'm sure you could look mm -hmm. up the directions online. This is mm -hmm. the way that this deck is set. It just sort of has like funny little names like it has the Great Del Moody card mm -hmm. and like all that. So anyhow. Yeah. A fun find in a box of stuff that I never thought that I would get to play with. Uh, let's go to the chat. Danger Suite says, Perudo. Hmm. I think, I, I think, is that a dice game? Or is it a I'll board? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I've never heard of uh, Perudo. Uh, it looks like a dice game. Yeah. Yeah. Liar's Dice uh, mm. is another one. So it looks like it's a bluffing game. Uh-huh. So there you go. Fun. That is fun. Yeah. Um, Jacob uh, says hand and foot is yes. our family's game. Yes. Hand and foot is so fun. Um, it is like basically it's just uh, making pairs in sets. Uh, and then, yeah, there's there's some really fun like point rules, like red threes are negative 300 and black threes are This is know, what we're not supposed to do. I'm just telling you this is a fun game. Hand and, what, what separates hand and foot games Here's the basic thing. What separates hand and foot games is the fact that after you're done playing your hand, you have a foot. You have a whole other group of cards you have to play. So it's like there's two stages to to the round. So, yeah, it's really we interesting. We play a version of Domino. It's called Trash Train, but it's also called Chicken Foot sometimes. People play mm -hmm. a version of it called Chicken Foot, and that's what I thought it was going to be. But, okay. Yeah. I guess yours yeah. is cool, too. <laughs> it's um, interesting. It's interesting that you brought this up while you're looking for the next one because mm -hmm. we play a game called Shanghai, which we've played with you. And you know, it's it's a card game. It's got you know whatever goes along with it. But our family plays a very specific version of this game that we have no idea where it came from. But it's played with rook cards instead of face cards, and like point assignments are weird. And that, so we looked up the original Shanghai, and it's so different than what we play. And we played the original Shanghai. And I have to tell you, without knowing the game, I think this will still make sense. The original is so much less anxiety riddled than the way that our family has been playing it. And you get the sense over time they just changed rules to make it more combative. <laughs> like it's it's really interesting to play the original where it's like, oh no, you know, there's many opportunities to do this versus the version we play where it's like life is on the line every single oh time gosh. a discard is played <sighs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's kind of neat. It's funny. Yeah. You like, you know, when your game, when your family takes over a game and makes it their own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Polly says, games, ugh, it's always, quote unquote, family games that are about dice or answering questions. Best we played was Azul and Soro, T-S-U-R-O. Mm. Uh, Polly then adds, I will never play Clue or Uno with the family again and there are probably <laughs> stories there which reminds me of a better question is what game won't you play with your family ever again because i have those oh yes i do oh sure yeah 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 uh, azul azul looks like a colored tile game which reminds me of that game that you introduced us to with the uh, like different um blocks that you had to put in arrangements uh sagrada sagrada yeah I it kind of reminds sagrada. me of sagrada a little bit yeah 
Um, Jagged says, my kids are uh, little still. So we only just started playing board games with them, but we really enjoy the junior version of Ticket to Ride. Um, we have gotten a couple of kid games. One of them is Pete the Cat's Button Game, which is a really simple kind of game that um, she really, really enjoys. We also did Shoots and Ladders, which is a fun one for just learning. Like sometimes you go up and sometimes you go down. And then we did Candyland and Candyland is such a simple game. Um, it's, it's really, really simple. So those are ones we've been enjoying. Of course, we're like puzzle mm -hmm. people. So now we're just like doing yep. puzzles all the time too. You know, one game you introduced uh, me to was a game that now is a little weird to play. Uh, and that is Pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. So pre-pandemic, uh, there's a board game called Pandemic where you work together to try to stop a pandemic from happening using, you know, whatever the rules of the game are. But it's a little weird to play that now um, because it's a little too real. Uh, so it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that one's not as easy to play. You're not wrong no. about that. No. Uh, I like this uh, interjection from Slab, unrelated. People don't like hearing about my dreams. Listen, I also was shocked to hear this because I have high fantasy adventure dreams. And I'm like, let me tell you about this dream. I think I know what it means. I think I understand the interpretation of it. I think I know what my subconscious is doing. And then I realized that, you know, not everybody likes that. Not everybody, but some people do. It's it's so. like anything. It's like anything. If you have a shared interest, then you'll be excited to hear about it. But if not, then it just kind of sounds like, you know, the the adults in Charlie Brown, you know, like it's just like when I when I talk about movies, like I start for yeah. Danae, I start to sound I like glaze. the adults in Charlie, Charlie Brown. Wah, so, wah, wah, wah. so, yeah. Wah. And then there are things like, you know, showing people your vacation photos that are always just a little bit like, I mean, uh -huh, I'm, uh -huh. I'm having flashbacks. Uh huh. Yeah. One time our friend that we worked with went on this like hike across the, like, I think it was the Appalachian Trail or something mm -hmm. and came back with four slide wheels <laughs> and like came to work and erected a massive projector. Mm -hmm. And we were all were thinking like, oh, cool. It's going to be like a fun, like reunion. So-and-so is back. Nice. And then we all sat down and he like clicked through all of them and just as everyone realized that this was our life for the next 45 minutes or longer yeah like the <laughs> oof oof mm -hmm. <clears throat> definitely polly definitely. says it's kind of a shame that patchwork is only two player yeah I've you never, gotta think about your group yeah. I, that reminds me too it's important too to look at like how many people can play Mm -hmm. I think this one is best starting with five people. So it's it's designed to be more of a group party game, which is right. fun. Right. Uh, yeah, I see many. There's Cards Against Humanity conversations happening. Mm -hmm. um, probably adds Alhambra or Laharva. I don't know. Board game? Ooh. Okay, I want to look all these up. These mm -hmm. are really, really great. Jacket M says, I can't wait for my kids to get old enough to play chess. I don't have anyone to play with. Well, there is the internet. I just want to let you know. My son plays a lot. Of, one of my sons plays a lot of chess. I can give you his username on the chess app that he uses if you want. Do it. Okay. So I have so many, but I know that we're on a time crunch today, no, Aaron. No, so ahead. what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Go ahead. If you see You're in charge, I like there's like exploding kittens. Okay. I you know whatever yes, that is that sounds oatmeal. Oh I yeah, think, yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I can't remember his. Is that it? oatmeal is enough that we remember? We know who that is now. Yeah. Um, the uh, comic, the online comic guy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, Danger Sweet says, looking forward to the remake of Pandemic where you have to fight your way past anti-vaxxers to get into the research centers. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> Nobody. That's, a, that's too real. That is a little too real. Uh, all right. We can move on uh, to the A topic today. How do you handle long road trips? Uh, yeah, it is a 12-hour road trip to a uh, family in Michigan, and we did all of it in one chunk on the way there. We broke it up on the way back because we have friends about halfway back, and it was starting to uh, the weather up there was starting to get bad. I do not miss Michigan winters. Let me just tell you this. Um, we actually saw somebody skid off the road. That's always <gasps> fun on the expressway. Um, they flew Your version past of us. fun is scary. Uh, they flew past, well, sarcasm a little bit. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. They flew past us way too fast for the conditions and we just we saw their back end start to go and they just kind of tried to readjust and found themselves off the side of the road in the ditch um but thankfully they didn't flip or you know go into uncommon traffic or anything like that but Mm -mm. anyhow that's that was uh totally separate but my question is uh how do you pass the time what is your favorite thing to do on a road trip to pass the time because uh, we were on the road Gosh. quite a bit, and that's a my wife and question. I, my wife and I found us uh, ourselves in a rather rare instance, which will become more and more common. But we were actually it was just us. We didn't have any kids with us on this uh, road trip. How either. was that? It was it was. I mean, that Quiet? part of it was great. Yeah, it was like, we were able was... to like have like deep conversations. Like that's my first answer on this road trip was we were just like we were able to connect, talk about deep things. Like it was it was good. So. Um, so that's always fun when you have somebody that you, you know, like talking to and conversing with. Yeah. Long road trips solo is awful. Yeah. Lots of podcasts, uh, lots of, lots of podcasts. If I'm doing a, a solo road trip. Oh, there or, you go. Ja- Jacob, says, people. Jacob says podcast. That's the answer. We do get to a point. Yeah. My wife and I both get to a point where we're like, I think we've exhausted all of our conversations. So let's podcast just do time. our own thing. Yeah. And we both just listen to our own podcasts. Uh, so yeah. I think I haven't been. How long was the trip for you again? How many? It was hours? like 12, 12 and a half. Yeah. I haven't taken a 12 hour road trip in forever. The longest I that I. Either. I mean, six to eight is usually the longest that I'll, you know, have yeah, on a drive. At about, at about nine, I'm like, okay, this is a little, little much, but. Yeah. A six hour road trip is fine. I like, I'm totally good with a six hour road trip. That's, you know, I can manage that pretty well. Having had one recently, um, there and back to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I had you on the way to Nashville and mm-hmm. then you and Ian on the way back. Mm-hmm. And those went fast because you've got conversation, you've got laughter, there's lots mm-hmm. of memories to share and then music. So I think mm-hmm. my go-to answer is gonna be music. Nice. Cause it's really fun to hear. We did this thing, Aaron and I did this thing on the way out, which was really great. Like he'd play a song and it would remind me of a song. So then we'd add that one to the playlist. We'd hear that one and just kind of became this ongoing like -hmm. thing. So we listened to all kinds of music. We sang really loudly and it was just, that passes the time for me. And it kept me motivated to drive because driving on a road trip is no Mm -hmm. fun for long periods of time. And you have to stay awake, you have to stay engaged. So Yeah, yeah, totally. Michael's got a good one uh, for long road trip snacks uh, and putting a funny video on like a stand up um, and no water. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of uh, when I'm on a long road trip, I kind of have to, you know, not do my usual water <laughs> thing. Otherwise, it's an even longer road trip with stops every hour and a half to two hours to questionable um, bathroom 
locations. Oh my goodness, I have some great bathroom stories from this road trip. <laughs> the one that we were station on, or the one that you were on with for Thanksgiving. Everyone, all of Gosh. them. Um, like yeah. the one where you came out of the bathroom, and so we were we were pumping gas, and we were at this old gas station. I remember station, this. Yes, yeah. And it, the kind of old that the sign on the pump, non-digital pump. Yeah, no card was, reader at all mm-hmm. on this. This no, is old like school old, gas station. Like, yeah, yeah, ting, yeah. ting, ting, ting. No, with all like the little mm-hmm. numbers yeah, and dials yeah, that yeah. switch over. There's like this handwritten sign that has been plastered to this device because the wind has come so many times and blown it away. It's like on cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like if a handle doesn't work, jiggle three times and shake to the left or something. It's like this weird. <laughs> In very specific Ironically, directions. Ironically, sounds a lot like bathroom instructions. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then so you you pumped and then went to the bathroom and you came back out and you just kind of sat there quietly, like. <laughs> so that was an experience. I guess um, I'll start. I guess I'll start by saying this bath, this gas station bathroom was smaller than airplane bathrooms that I've used. Like it was it was one of those where, especially for a person like me, I have no choice but to make contact with the walls as I turn. Like, you know, it's just, it's that, it's, it's just a, a human sized box. And it was two steps up into this, this human sized uh, box. And so the, the, the uh, sink that was in there was apparently heighted for the floor level because it was like at my knees because it, because this thing was two steps up for some oh, reason it no. was insane i've never seen anything like this i have no idea like they must have just crafted a bathroom yeah, out of 100 you know, it used to be so this was the kind of gas station that originally was just like a single standing room and a right. pump yeah. and they've just yeah. slowly added on and never you know because why would you because you live right. it's like literally in the middle of nowhere anyway we digress yes we do <laughs> uh but uh, but yes, the, what what else did uh, Michael mention? I know he mentioned the water, oh. but um, there was something I took it off. else. You're welcome. No 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 no. I was I was trying to remember. There were three things he said. But anyways, um, yeah, I think I can go back and find it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So the the stand up thing is real, man. Like we have used stand up comedy for our long road trips for uh, a lot of times. If this isn't something you've tried, it really does pass the time because it's just like. You're laughing. You're finding stuff. Fun. I mean, mm-hmm. it has to be a good stand-up comic. I mean, don't put on one that you know that you don't think is funny. Um, <laughs> that should be common sense. Uh, but uh, but yeah, stand-up uh, stand-up comedy really you know does pass the time. What makes this road trip great? <laughs> Listening to someone bomb joke after <laughs> right. joke after that's joke. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Total. that's one of the ways to make a road trip a thousand times longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is listen to someone bomb on their stand-up comedy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, go ahead. Uh, JCD says passing time, podcasts, movies, uh, 18 quizzes for Syncord. That's an interesting thing to use your time wisely, especially if you've got somebody in the car with you that you can like dictate mm-hmm. to if you're driving. Right. Uh, arrange a surprise for the people that I'm in a D&D campaign. Great ideas can come to you on a road trip. And I would mention I did spend some of my road trip yesterday, uh, as JCD mentioned, uh, hanging out in the Syncord and uh, doing like a quiz thing with them. Which was really fun. It was really, really interesting. Like there was a site where you would go like hit a buzzer to buzz in and then you would say your answer, that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, audiobooks, a yes. great one, mm-hmm. especially Definitely. if it's not one of the people that 
has a really relaxing voice. Make sure that the book is not about 15 ways to relax. My wife, uh, for my wife for part of the podcast, check this out. She knew, or part of the road trip, she knew we were going on a long road trip. She's in classes now to be a nurse. She read her textbook and recorded it and listened to the text, her her reading her own textbook on the way. Oh, that's so smart. Part of the way, yeah. Get it. So shove that education deep into your brain skull. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lolly says that can't read in a uh, car without feeling nauseous. So it's podcast, music, or chat. Mm-hmm. I've never had that problem. I've I've heard people have that problem with like uh, reading while in a vehicle. I've never never had that issue. Or like watching something on your phone or something. Like the the stuff moving outside the windows tricks the eye somehow, and it makes it oh, hard to focus on that's something. Interesting. And so people get nauseous. Um, but uh, but I haven't experienced that but I know a lot of people. We had this pop up in the chat last time, but I will bring it up again. Danger Sweet saying, this sounds insane. If you drive 12 hours in any direction in the UK, you would hit water. <laughs> yeah. Not the case here. You could drive nope. for days and days and still not hit water. Yeah. 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 I basically, yeah. Drove like one and a half UKs or almost two UKs from, you know, top to bottom, which, uh, yeah. Definitely. Thanks for the sub, Chris. You guys are amazing. Uh, Aaron and Day on Infinite Playlists is Polly's oh, suggestion. Go. I mean, we do have a lot of content out there. You oh could, my goodness. You could actually play us for a while. Um, you'd have to go back to the beginning days of Shoe the Dough. And I often think cringy thoughts about that. But at the same time, it's sort of fun to have our history someplace for people to listen to. And it's like an example of growth and just the thought experiment of putting content out there that just stays it's something that we've both tried to make important, I guess. Although it's we have thought about completely, like just taking all of our archives and just archiving it and starting over fresh. So that's still mm-hmm. an option for us. But like, as of right now, you know, you can go back and listen to so many hours of content, like so much. I, uh, we've had this conversation. I just this week listened to a, another podcast who was talking about why they don't have old episodes uh, available. Mm-hmm. And it was a personal anxiety thing for them. Yeah, and I have that I, I totally get that because <laughs> I think it is very, in a content heavy environment, it is very easy to forget how people grow, how people change, uh, how how culture grows, how culture changes. Um, so yeah, I think we just, we just kind of made the decision that it's We're, more honest, it's now. more authentic for now. <laughs> For now, it's more honest and authentic to process that stuff and to hope that you'll give us grace for, you know, any, you know, changes. I've re-listened to some of that stuff. It's not as bad as I think it is in my mind. Like, it's not bad. It's just we've absolutely changed. We've changed as people. We've changed, um, Mm -hmm. you know, me probably more than Danae, I even think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations. We've had a lot of interviews with people, and I like those. I mean, there's some interviews that I love that people can go back and listen to and hear the core Mm -hmm. of who I am, you know, even then or whatever, that there's some parts of me that will likely never change because they're just parts of who I am or just a way that I think that's pervasive. But yeah, yeah. anyway, that was an interesting thought process. So thank you for bringing that one up, Polly. This next year will be, this next summer, it'll be 10 years. July will be our 10 year. And that's when we will burn Mm -hmm. shoot the dough to the ground. (laughs) In, in one final wonderful like artistic experiment of creation mm. 
Mm, I wasn't aware we were doing this. Uh, maybe further, maybe further conversations to happen. About that. Uh, Real Mikey Alexander says, uh, "By myself is constant music and naps at rest areas, but while with others, it's taking turns driving and music and conversation. I prefer not to stop until we get there. That is a challenge, depending on where you're going." Yeah, I'm similar. I like to push through. Uh, you know, a stop every three to four hours is probably mm-hmm. best. You know. Best case scenario. You gotta stop for <laughs> gas every five hours or so. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on where you live. Cause again, mm-hmm. like Real Monkey says, I live in the UK, rarely have long road trips. My gosh. It's okay. It's fine. We all are we're just we're from different places. It's great. Mm-hmm. But yep. once we went to Scotland, says Real Monkey, and have stops every couple of hours and changed drivers and each stop, uh, so it made it easier for each person to drive. Well, imagine living on imagine living like you know on uh, cayman island or you know somewhere where you, you know you literally could see everything on the island in five hours you know what i mean like it's it's interesting to think about that that if you want to go anywhere you're getting on a boat or a plane like you aren't driving like i think in america it just feels like oh we could drive pretty much anywhere it may take us a while but um so yeah it's interesting well shall we get into the yeah let's uh, do some you questions, questions? Uh, so this is where we get our questions from you. Just put a U at the beginning and we will answer them, uh, as many as we can get through this morning. Uh, whatever you guys want to talk about, if there's a topic that's on your heart that you want to hear conversation about, if there's, uh, something that you are, uh, ask, I have no idea what's going on, but that was amazing. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, uh, the, uh, the U questions are open. So go ahead and send those our way. And you, okay. We forgot to zoom in earlier. Mm. Hey, look, my puppies. I also forgot to show you my dogs. Can you see my dogs? Hi, puppies. Oh, wait, hold on. Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Look how cute. There are the doggies. There are the doggies. Uh, JCD has the first you question. How often do you remember dreams with specific details? Had a romantic dream last night where I remember exactly what was going on. Oh, do tell, JCD. (laughs) Romantic, you say. Listen. It's amazing. I dream in intense detail. Mm-hmm. Since having Iris, it has been more difficult to cling on to the details as I wake up because it's like I wake up and then it's just this deluge mm-hmm. of responsibility that just yep. falls down into my subconscious <clears throat> and begins to eat away at all of the things that help me to hold on to my imagination. But mm-hmm. my whole life, I have had very, very intense dreams. I sometimes remember colors. I sometimes remember smells, things that like you shouldn't have in dreams, but that were present in dreams. Mm-hmm. I've had dreams that are in such vivid detail that when I've told like, that like things have happened in my actual real life that are so similar to the dream that I wondered if I was still dreaming. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, that person and I love dreaming. It's my favorite. I've gone through many phases with dreams. I would recommend, uh, during adolescence, I dreamt a lot. I don't think that's unusual, um, (laughs) in pretty detailed stuff. And I remember doing uh, lucid dreaming when I was an adolescent, like I was able to kind of know I was in a dream and control the dream a little bit. Like I remember doing that stuff. But then as I got older and stuff kind of dominated my brain, I just stopped kind of stopped dreaming altogether. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, in the last few years I've started dreaming more. I think a lot of it for, for me has to do with REM sleep and where I wake up in my sleep cycle. Um, because I think dreams are the most vivid and memorable in that REM cycle. So totally. Uh, Medina says, you topic anyone watching Wheel of Time? Unfortunately, no. Ooh, um, that came Danae, up at Thanksgiving. Danae may, Danae, I mean, this is, this it's is kind of like, a, it, yeah, it's kind of like a D&D 
show, right? Like it's high not technically D and D, but it's very high fantasy. Um, yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, my aunt, whom I adore, was here for Thanksgiving, and she is a massive Wheel of Time fan. And so we've had the convert. I am not watching it, but I haven't read the material either. And my question to myself is, do I want to read the material before watching it? Because she loves it so much. There's so much material, though, so Danae. There's so many books. I know. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like it's one of those where the whomever is the pain of it if it doesn't go well for true fans is kind of the thing that we talked about. Like mm -hmm. my aunt won't watch it because she's so freaked out because yeah. she loves the material so much. And she's really genuinely afraid of what they're going to do with it. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I'm not watching it I'm, yet, but I really I'm want not, to. It just hasn't crossed over into the culture in a way that I feel like I'm interested in watching it yet. So we'll see. It might at some point. Do we answer this one yet? Because I want to go into this one. Go for uh, it. Have you ever had the ability to control what happens in your dreams? For example, if I'm falling in a dream, I can control myself and go flying. Aaron kind of mentioned the lucid dreaming just a moment ago. Mm -hmm. I do have some that I can do that with. And I do have some dreams where I realize that I'm I'm dreaming and kind of can take more control of a situation. Um, when I was younger, I had this very specific dream that when it started, I knew where it was going and I could manipulate it slightly and i would fly um but i haven't had that dream in a long time yeah it hasn't been since i was a teenager that that i've been able to lucid dream um but i flying was a big one it was all you know so it was like so oh fun. i'm dreaming i'm gonna go fly like yeah, yeah, so yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. why wouldn't you you know what's uh, interesting yeah. i do remember when lucid dreaming that i did have this thing that my mind would do where it'd be like okay you're lucid dreaming, so now you're waking up. But then I would wake up into another dream, and it's like my brain was trying to trick me into you're not lucid. Let me control this. You don't. You don't need to do that. And so it would wake me up into a different thing, and then I'd be like, "Wait a second, we're still dreaming, aren't we?" And then I'd control it again. It's weird, man, to play games with your mind while you're sleeping. But I remember that uh, pretty vividly. Man. Or when your dreams do that thing where it's working through something in your real life, and then you have like a work dream because you're just working through real life stuff mm -hmm. yeah and then you wake up and you have to go to work that's the worst that is the worst kinds yeah. of dream like when it's yeah. so real and so vivid and so in intense and you're in this like really really like very specific space and you wake up and yeah or, but you know what's worse or maybe not worse but equally bad is when <laughs> you're lucid dreaming and you can't wake up and you want to like when you're, you know, you're in a dream and you're like, okay, I like, you know, I'm ready to wake up or whatever. And you like, cannot get yourself to wake up, like shaking yourself up from a lucid dream. I remember was, was very painful and scary, uh, in many ways. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun topic. Fun topic for fun sure. Topic. Other you questions, feel free to, uh, get them in while you're doing that. Um, me, uh, Medina says, uh, 14 books in the And also the adds, I didn't read the books before watching the show and I was so <laughs> confused. See, that's good to know. That's good I to know. know because I, you can't, you can, you can do that. That's a choice that you make when you're creating mm -hmm. content, but yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I recently had a dream says Castrif where I quote unquote woke up seven times. That's inception. Well, you wake up in a dream and you wake up again, you wake up, wake up, wake up, and that's then you're what I'm actually about. like, oh. I, That is what I'm talking about. Yeah, my brain would continually try to put me in another, like, oh, you're waking up. Just kidding, still a dream. Yep, totally. <laughs> you're not awake yet. And when you wake up, guess what? You still have things to do. <laughs> 
JCD says, you question, Aaron, how much have you invested in tea for Ian? Um, so much money. That 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 man is costing us so much money. Um, this poor guy <laughs> had few requests. We talked about this last week. No, just a little he, just a little touch on it again. Like that's he why just I say it like that, because he's so funny. Hot yeah. water and some freaking tea and US people <laughs> failing like consistently. Uh, I haven't spent, we haven't spent money. Well, I mean, we did buy a, they did a kettle. Buy a kettle. <laughs> we did buy a kettle, but we'll use it mm-hmm. too. So it's not like, you know, yeah, totally. Um, here's one an addition from Medina who says, now I'm obsessed. Okay. This is getting better. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see. On that same note from Jacob, uh, I'm e- just going to close e- that really, really fast. Uh-huh, Still sure. not sure how I feel about the Dune movie because I haven't read the books yet. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just wanted Ian's and says, uh, I'm in the next room and I heard that, Dicer. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm teasing you. Just teasing you, Ian. The uh, truth is, see. says Lucas, we're all living in a dream. Or would it be a nightmare? <gasps> what do you think, today? Do you think it's possible this is a simulation? Do you think it's possible we're in some sort of yes. highly advanced technological society that has, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be... AI or yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, I've done enough drugs that that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't sure, know what's happening. Let me just tell you that I know that I experienced some really strange and crazy, intense things that are unexplainable that seem very metaphysical. So sure. I don't think we're in a simulation. But it's mm-hmm. it we could be. So your your question is: Are we or could we be? I think we could be. I think we could be are all kinds of things. Are you open to the idea? Are you open to the idea that everything uh-huh. we're experiencing <laughs> is just like input into a mm. different machine or body somewhere else? Um, so yeah. Listen, yes, I actually was. So we went. We were in Tennessee. We were at this like food court that is essentially mm-hmm. like a multi-story food court in the middle of downtown Tennessee because you can't stack enough restaurants there for people. So they have a food court. You walk into a building, you go up a flight of stairs, and it's like a mall food court mm-hmm. after mall food court after mall food. It's pretty great. And there's all kinds of food options. There's all these people walking around. And I'm sitting there watching them like, is any of this real? <laughs> and I wasn't, I wasn't on some sort of strange drug at the time. I'm just sitting there like, you know, people want to be other people so badly like what if we're just trading subconscious like i totally went there in the in my mind but that's just how my imagination works sure. so sure. i don't know what's real guys i know i feel real <laughs> i think well, i'm me i know the monkey is real because <laughs> uh, real monkey uh has a you question for us uh have you seen ghostbusters afterlife any thoughts on it uh, I have indeed seen it. I think it was really fun for about three quarters of the movie, and then it overdosed on nostalgia in a way that I think kind of undercut everything that it was trying to. Uh, it's still fun, and if you like Ghostbusters, you'll you'll definitely you know smile at some of the references or whatever. But overall, as a movie, I think it it kind of um, kind of undercut itself in many ways. Good question. Good question. Uh, let's see. Is Any other this new questions? The real life is this just fantasy? And then you guys now have that stuck in your head. That's mm-hmm. not my fault. That is easy JCD's come, fault. Easy go. Okay. Well, um, well guys, go. listen, we have a interesting day today mm-hmm. because of various things happening in our world. So we yeah. can't do a long show today. Sometimes we can. Today is just not one of those. So mm-hmm. thanks for hanging out with us. Aaron, uh, I'm going to look for where to send my Twitch 
friends. Do it. While I will tell you about all the things. Uh, tell them about all of the things. Look, if you ha- enjoy hanging out with us, there's several ways to do it. Um, you know, obviously on our respective Twitches, YouTube, all those different places. Wherever you decide to hang out with us, uh, hit that version of the notification bell, you know, uh, because... It'll let you know when we're going live, all that kind of stuff. And we still do. It's important, okay? You gotta know. (laughs) We still do harbor uh, ideas of going live some days other than Monday. Uh, So that might happen again. But uh, but yeah, so hit the notification bell. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, Twitter is kind of the place to do that for the most part. Um, So you can do that uh, with our Twitters. I'm at Aaron Dicer. Um, She is at Denae Says. It's Uh, true. And then you can also join Team DNA if you want to support what goes on here. Um, you can do that at our Patreon, patreon.com slash studio DNA. Uh, still a uh, D&D out there for uh, <laughs> possible next uh, goal if we get up to 41 Dungeons members and of Dragons Team as DNA. A, with our friends. What? Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's true. Uh, and for my Twitch friends today, we're going to be going and watching drone footage because every once in a while, I just want it on the background. This is a purely selfish decision today. I would like to watch drone footage. And when I clicked on the Twitch channel today, there was a beach and these three lovely people just sitting on the beach waving to me and then the drone takes off and now I'm looking at an ocean and it's pretty great. And so we're going to go to SDS underscore drones today. Just have something chill in the background. I hope you guys enjoy it. Well, there you go. We will catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. Oh,